Hey, y'all. It's Brittany. And Eric. And we are off for the holidays, but we have a little gift for you today. An exploration of mine and Eric's greatest failures. That's right. A few weeks ago, Brittany and I were guests on the Upgrade Podcast's first ever live show at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. The Upgrade is a show made by the people over at Lifehacker, and it offers all kinds of practical advice on how to upgrade your life with topics like how to be happier, how to become financially independent, or how to pursue a side hustle. Yes, and when we joined the Upgrade on stage, the theme for the evening was how to fail. And we had such a great time that night. We played a work-themed never-have-I-ever drinking game. We gave advice to audience members about how to solve problems in their own lives. And we got to share the stage with some really fun people. And because we love to share things with all of you, Mm -hmm. we wanted to play a little bit of that show here today. Yes. So in this excerpt, you will hear Lifehacker Editor-in-Chief Melissa Kirsch. She's one of the hosts of the show. As well as comedian Chris Gethard. But the first voice you will hear is the other host of The Upgrade, Lifehacker Deputy Editor, Alice Bradley. So, Brittany? Yes? What do you think Eric's greatest failure has been? Oh. That's a really good question. That you would love to answer, actually. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. Actually, you know, I don't know if I necessarily can think of your greatest failure, if I'm honest with you. No, I will tell you what. One time we were roommates. I'm sorry, I'm telling this story. And I said, (laughs) I said, I I was like, actually, no, this is actually very generous on Eric's part. I was living in Michigan for a while with my parents. I wanted to move back to New York. And Eric called me and he was like, "Uh, I heard you have a boyfriend and you don't have a job. So... Do you want to come live with me? I was like, sure, actually, that's nice. So uh, I stayed with him and our other friend, Jason, and I was on their futon in the living room. And at night, I would hear, like, little feet. I was like, <laughs> Eric's little feet? Yeah, no, no, no. Is little feet. tiny feet? They had very strange neighbors that were upstairs. Oh, okay. And they were doing, I don't know what they were doing, but they had some little friends, some little pest friends. So I heard little feet, and I was like, Eric, I was like, there are mice in this house. And he was like, no. They were both like, no, 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 no. It's just in your brain. Like, you don't know what mice sound like. I'm like, I, there's mice in this house. And then eventually the problem escalated and they ignored it. And then out to, there was one morning where a mouse came out the refrigerator and we all hopped up on the furniture and I was crying. <laughs> and that I would say is Eric's biggest failure. He did not believe me the first time. Yeah, it was a, like a months-long campaign, actually, to get rid of those mice. Uh, it, was, it was intense. Did you succeed? Yeah. Eventually, we, like, whittled it down. It was, it was actually really kind of sad, too, because we would be sitting, like, in the room, and I know you're not really supposed to use these traps, but uh, all of a sudden, you would just, we'd be talking, and you hear just like, oh. And everybody's like, and then you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah. we got another one. Oh. And yeah. it's like, you got to figure out how to deal with it. It was a lot. It was like stressful for everyone. For me, I yeah. imagine it was stressful for them, you know. Not for uh, long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot. You know, it's we live in an urban environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> it's sometimes, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, we have friends. Yeah. But hey. then once the people got evicted, then the situation changed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No more mice. No more mice. Things got no. better. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a great apartment, actually. I, yeah. Just a word on mouse traps. They're cruel and horrible, yeah. but at least they're quick and they work. You yeah. know, so yeah. that there's not, yeah. so they are sort of the perfect life hack if you're a murderer. Well, yeah. 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 As, as I now am. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if it's me or mice, 
Yeah, I'm gonna choose me. After yeah. the refrigerator, though, it was like, oh, that's inside yeah. a refrigerator. Well, yeah. the thing is, is that like they're smaller than they look. They can fit in very oh, yeah. small spaces. Uh, the thickness they of can, a dime. Can they squeeze in literally. They can, they can... And so that's the thing. The, the refrigerator was like, you know, slightly ajar. To a human, nothing. To a mouse, <laughs> lifetime opportunity. Everything. Yeah. 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 You living with any rodents? Oh, wow. What's that? You living with any rodents? No, not currently. Okay. <laughs> I should state for the record, neither this, one of us are living with mice currently. This was a long time ago. This, this was, was like, like six or seven years ago. Yeah. One thing rodents. that I love knowing about mice is that they truly are almost blind. And so that they always go along the floorboards. So like they're always on the outside, unless they're in the fridge, you know, because it's so bright and they can see everything in there. But they also are most active around sunset, which I find like kind of endearing. They're like, romantic. They just sort of like come alive after five. I yeah. love that you have all these mouse facts. Oh, I, I do you have more there. mouse facts. Even no, no, that, that's that's about it. Right. I, although the, the thickness of a dime just still gets me, like because they can flatten their bones out. I could have used all this back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Eric, it's your turn. What's what's Britney's biggest failure? What is Britney's biggest failure? I'm so curious to know. In your estimation. Uh, I might not be as generous as you, but uh, what's new? <laughs> no, I guys, think, don't fight. Let's or see. Fight. I would say the motorcycle dealership. Thing. Oh my god! <laughs> I used to work at a motorcycle dealership, and, and it was like a job. Yeah. It was a job you didn't particularly like. You no. know, you sometimes you take jobs because you're like, this is this is. I'm building a career, a and sometimes you take jobs. You're like, I need a job, and so uh, Brittany took this job. She was working there, and she was like, oh, I kind of get on my nerves. And then she hated it for a long time. And then didn't they let you go? They fired me. They fired you? They actually said when they were firing me, they were like, you were probably the smartest person that works here, <laughs> but you cannot do this job. And then, and then they let me go. Actually, yeah. no, first they started bringing in somebody else with, under my exact same job title without telling me. And they were like, just come in like three days a week. And then one day I came in to get like a paycheck or something and there was this other girl. <laughs> I was like, who is this? Yeah, no. <laughs> So they knew, but yeah, no. Did that feel like a real failure to you? Because it seems like, forgive me, but like they're telling you you're really smart. You're too smart for the motorcycle dealership. <laughs> and they were and saying that to be nice. <laughs> they were saying that to be nice. I, I mean, I don't think they were saying it to be nice. Thank I mean, you. I, you know, I work with you all the time and there are other things that I don't like about you, but your intelligence <laughs> is like, it's not one of them. So yes, I think, I think they were actually telling the truth, but it, you, you weren't that committed to it, but you were really well, What were you kind of doing bummed. at the motorcycle dealership? I were was the marketing selling? manager. Oh. Okay. okay. So you weren't selling so the primarily, hogs. You weren't on the no. floor. No, 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 no. The thing that I will say was nice about it, I was in this room with no windows and I mostly just like I had this coworker named Joanne. She still works there to this day. She's a super sweet lady. If you're ever at the Harley Davidson on Northern <laughs> Boulevard in Queens, call Joanne. Brittany sent you. She'll know who it was. She was like this 72 I live right near there. You do? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. There's a really good empanada mama. There's a great empanada place. Oh, you don't there. have to tell me about the empanada mama on set on Northern <laughs> Boulevard. The one on Northern. Yeah, yeah. Up on like 81st Street or something like that. <laughs> look like, at that. That's real what, connection. The real connection. <laughs> 24 yeah, hours. It was, yeah, no, if you look, go see Joanne. She was awesome, but she was like maybe 70. I think she's probably in her early 70s when I was working with her, and that was like my best friend. It was her, and then Rosalie would come in two days a week and do the books, and the three of us were back there. So Rosalie was like this older Italian lady, and like Joanne was like this old lady. I think, like, I think she's, she always said her family was from the old country, which I think was Hungary, and she was from the Lower East Side. <laughs> And that was like, those are my homegirls. So like, I, I mostly talked to them. I don't remember doing a lot of work. So the scene is you, you have a boyfriend, you're living in a rodent infested home with, with Eric and you're infested working at the- Infested is strong. Wait, did you say- <laughs> Infested is strong. Wait, did you, you say you have a boyfriend? He said you have a boyfriend in your I job, right? I did have a boyfriend. That's right. Yeah. I forgot. 
Yeah. She used to just talk. I was giving all the you time. that much. I used to talk on the phone. Oh, yeah. yeah. I Eric didn't know. We before we had lived together, we didn't know. I didn't know that he even watched sports because it doesn't come up with me. So I, I would get up in the morning and he and Jason would just be like ironing stuff and watching. Is it some guy's name Mike and Mike or Mike something? And Mike? Well, that's not on anymore. I don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> it was on all morning. It drove me insane. And they didn't know that I talked on the phone to my boyfriend 24-7. She had a she had a actual uh, it was attachment. A phone it was attachment. a phone attachment. Plug into your iPhone. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. And I would and talk. like the hand, like the yeah. like yeah. an old fashioned one. It, and I would take yeah. it to the bodega. Like I would just go for walks in the neighborhood with my little phone attachment. It was it was all the time. It was all the time. That whole that actually was a that was actually a high point though. Before then, it was like the twenties. The whole my whole twenty. I just turned thirty one. My whole twenties. Eric actually will say it was dicey. We got there though. Yeah, you know. <laughs> We did it. Yeah, but look it. where it brought you. Exactly. Look, so yeah. was it a failure, truly? We did you fail? At the time, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's I'm, play a game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Game. You guys know about our life hacker, Never Have I, Have I Ever? Have you come up with one yet, Chris? If not, we can, we can spot you. Oh, yeah. No, I got one. Oh, you got one? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Never have I ever stolen toilet paper from work. Does that count as a life hack? Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Great way to skim some free TP if you need it. <laughs> You too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, are, are we talking about the giant Scott roll that, like, you have to open the thing on the stall and go, like, yeah, that's a big well, bag. The thing is, like, work toilet paper is not, not really good. like no, but the that's a big roll. Really Did you steal a big roll? Yeah, you can steal a big roll. You can steal a small roll. But, I mean, look, any paper can be toilet paper. Any paper can turn into toilet paper if you try that's hard enough. That's a life enough. hack. That is a, okay. Yes. Wait, but how did you get it out? Did you put it in? Did in you a wear backpack. Big coats? In a backpack. Oh. Was it really the big roll? I have stolen the big roll, yeah. No, people, no, 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 people do. I used to have roommates, terrible people. They, instead of buying toilet paper, I'd be like, hey, we need toilet paper, and they would show up with the big roll. Yeah. From work. You gotta snack oh. some toilet paper. You gotta stick it to the man every once in a while. Yeah. That's a, that's a rough situation, though. That's a, it's it's, it is. So that depends on the grade, the quality of the paper. Where were you, where did you steal it from? Where were you working? What's, I'd rather not say. <laughs> It may or may not have been a popular Manhattan improv theater where I was feeling a little bitterness <laughs> over my floundering <laughs> career. <laughs> and like, well, well, you can go get a writing job at SNL, but I'm going to scam $8 worth of low-grade toilet paper. But I bet you still have some left. I mean, those are big rolls. Uh, no, I fly through that stuff. Yeah. Wait, $8? That's like six rolls. No, no, it's one of those big sandpaper rolls. Roll. The massive. The big, that's it's like, giant It looks one. like a steering wheel for a like bus. It's, no, supposed, it, it's supposed to go inside like a dispenser. But I didn't steal the dispenser. It's not, it's, Chris, it's not eight dollars. I'm telling you right now. Oh, is it more yeah, than that? I, I, think, I, I know mean, it's not eight dollars. No, I, think well, I was like thinking just because it's, it's like two twenty-five. Like, oh, oh yeah, wholesale price. Oh, you're yeah. saying it's less than that? I'm Who's saying it's selling it for cheap. retail. Oh wow. Well, if you were to buy it, if you were to buy it retail, it probably would go for eight dollars. Right. Is that what you're saying? To prove it's like I really want to go to the store that sells at retail. We're gonna we're gonna do some research on that and write it up as a life hacker story. Please share that with me. Totally. I believe in stealing things from cruel employers. Mm -hmm. Like that, that is. I wouldn't say that they were cruel oh. <laughs> so much as I was young and poor and kind of an asshole. When I was young and poor and kind of an asshole, I worked somewhere that had free tampons in the ladies' room. Uh -huh. And every time I went to the bathroom, whether or not I needed them, I would take a tampon and put it in my bag. And then when I knew I was quitting, every time I went to the bathroom, I would oh, empty on. the basket into my bag. And. <laughs> 
for like a good three years, I didn't <laughs> buy tampons. And I, I still feel great about it and wish I had started taking the whole basket like the day I started there. Now, do you remember, did you remember when you finally ran out of those free work tampons? Oh, yeah. Were yeah, you yeah. like, this is the end of an era, my friends? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, it was rough. And, I, and then I had to face up to the fact that tampons are really expensive. They're much more than $8 a box yeah. in New York. Yeah, no, yeah. they're ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel terrible that I didn't take more. Yeah. I've been known to eat the Tums in our bathroom even when I don't need it. Y'all have Tums it's in your bathroom? It's like a delicious treat. Drink for that. Drink. That's a ne Never have I ever... Wait, there was toilet paper. With All right, I'll drink. <laughs> yeah. Shame drinking. As a delicious treat. Okay, look. <laughs> Sometimes you're desperate and the snack drawer is empty and there's some Tums. They're fruit flavored. How late do you work? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm This is in a bathroom that. where people have been known to use the dental floss wands and put them back. I in... will not. Ooh. Yeah, and no, oh, I know. Really? We shouldn't out this on the podcast. No, but the person, the person who turned me on to this, I think, is in this room tonight. True. And uh, thank you. <laughs> and I, I, not, you not a day has know? gone by that I don't it's go disgusting. into that bathroom, see those floss wands, and think those are used. That's why I take them and just throw them in the trash. Good. No one should use those. Tums is not my preferred candy medicine of choice. Yeah. What is? Zycam. You ever have Zycam? Zycam is delicious. Oh, I just took it today. Oh, it's, it's so good. It's so good. It's the so good. Just What's that? The nasal spray? No, the, the melt-away chalky yeah, lozenge version. Yeah, they almost taste like Smarties. They're very good. Yeah, yeah really? they melt in your mouth. a bottle of Zycam today. Today, literally. Today. The, the orange cream is the really orange good. Cream. The orange cream. The orange cream is great. The orange cream is one of the... Orange cream Zycam. Every kid should just eat that constantly. Yeah. Yeah. That's my advice. You have like to that. First. Like, yeah. hey kids, eat medicine. How does, it <laughs> how does it compare to like a chewable baby aspirin? Because I love a chewable. Oh, that baby is still aspirin. delicious. That is I've a meal, right? One. Yeah, a little less. I would say it goes down a little smoother than a chewable baby aspirin. It's, no, they yeah. call them meltables. It just oh. meltables goes away. The, the baby aspirin tastes uh, tastes like candy, but it does the intensity of medicine. Yeah, yeah. Zycam tastes like candy. It's mm -hmm. excellent. And you 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 shorten your cold by one to two days. Seriously, you do. <laughs> There's so much more to this episode, so if you want to hear the rest of it, be sure to check out the Upgrade podcast.